15. And let's get ready to count together. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Year! We did it! I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Of all the love I have won or have lost, there is one love I should never have crossed. She was a girl in a million, my friend. I should have known she would win in the end. I'm a loser, and I lost someone who's near to me. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Although I laugh and I act like a clown, beneath this mask I am wearing a frown. My tears are falling like rain from the sky. Good evening, friends, and welcome to another incredible episode of Liquored Listings. This is your host, Big Earn McCracken, coming back at you again with another impeccable show. Happy motherfucking New Year's. And what is New Year's all about? Well, for a lot of us, it's about taking a reflection and seeing what we did in years past and where our life is headed and trying to find a better way to go uh, forward into this world and progress as human beings. But that's been really trying. Uh, 2020, 2021, talk about a bitch of two years. And of all things, of all things, 2021 on December 31st took away America's grandmother, Betty White. You son of a bitch, 2021. I mean, we know the COVID is mutating and this and that and forced vaccines and can kids go to school and blah, da, 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 da. Holy fucking catfish. I am so over the past two years. And what's happened in those past couple of years? Well, a lot of our vices spring right back up. They come right back. Remember being in lockdown in 2020? Who didn't drink more? Who didn't pick up cigarettes again? Who was spending money like a sieve because they you know, weren't at work and didn't have anything to do and didn't want to go out in public, so you're always ordering DoorDash and paying outrageous fees and so on and so forth. What a mess shit show it has been. Now, I'd like to say that I've been the model citizen, absolute model citizen in these past two years, but as any of you that listen to this show probably understand that I... uh I definitely stick to my vices and I don't just let them go to the wayside because it's quitting. Quitting isn't, isn't a great thing to do. So today's show, what are we talking about? I'm going to take a look at probably the most or top five 
things that most people do as their New Year's resolution. And it is already January 5th. So I'm guaranteeing right now that 90% or more of you have broken your number one resolution, let alone your second or third. We're going to break down the top five and I'm going to correlate them to my life and see how how I stack up because each one of these, sure, I'd like to improve on. I mean, I think we all would. I, I think I would be a better human being. Well, maybe. Well, it really depends on which one we're talking about here. But it's, it's really, really hard. So today's list is all about the top five New Year's resolutions that most of us try to conquer. Let's jump right in to the top five. Oh, but before we do, remember to go over and check me out on Anchor. Like, subscribe. Uh, you can find me out if you want to be on the show. I, this is a, our second season. I took a little hiatus, mostly uh, in December, just to get my bearings back, work a ton, save some money, and uh, so I'm back for season two, and I'm ready to uh, have a lot more guests, have a lot more fun. I got quite a few shows getting ready to be lined up, and uh, I look forward to uh, some of the guests that I'm going to be having on the show, and I can't wait for you all to tune in and, and really enjoy some of the crazy lists that I'm coming up with. Now, coming in at number five is the old adage, quit smoking. I'm a cigarette smoker. Yes, yes, yes. I started when I was 16, 15 or 16, right around then. And the reason I started, believe it or not, was I was on an unbelievably successful cross-country team in my home state. In fact, our team had won seven straight uh, state championships. Uh, we were known across the state. We were kind of douchey. We had the Oakley sunglasses. All the top runners had their Oakley sunglasses. We, you know, we wanted to intimidate the other team showing up to just run. So stupid. Oh, man. And I... Honestly, I just, I was good. I was a good runner, but I hated it. I hated going to practice. I hated having to, <laughs> what's practice? What's practice for cross country? You go running. That's what you do. You go running for practice. I mean, like, how else can you practice for cross country but to run? Sure, there'd be some days where, you know, the coaches, because it's such a hard job, would get us to uh, do hill sprints and stuff like that to, to build us up for, you know, when we were on a hilly course or something like that. But overall, just a mind-numbing, awful support. And I got suckered into it because I was fast. And, oh, God, I'm so glad I picked up smoking so that people would smell it on me and that would get to the coaches. And you know, what, you know what would happen there? I'd get suspended from the team. <laughs> I know. I'm awful. I was kind of a rebellious, rebellious teenager, if you can believe that at all. But I was not a big fan. So how is that going for me in 2022? I'll be honest. I, uh, I have yet to open up a second pack in one day. 
that's good. I'm, I'm typically a pack and a half smoker, and I am down to just under a pack a day. But I've also been working a lot, so that cuts down the amount of times I'm smoking. And when I'm doing these shows, I'll probably rifle through six to ten just in the show because it it gives me something to do and it keeps me uh, talking. So let's see. I guess I I haven't quit smoking. The the real benefits for quitting smoking is you save some money. Your clothes don't smell like shit. Uh, obviously better health. I mean, but this is supposed to believe the science, you know, is science right now? A lot of you may be those vape smokers. Now we don't even know what that vape is doing to you. There's no long-term research on those fucking vapes. You know, at least they have, I mean, the real draw to them, I guess, is that they have flavor. So that's kind of nice to have, you know, like strawberry banana or, or kiwi fucking mango, you know, so you're getting some flavor in there, but you're getting your nicotine as well. And I really can't stand the vapes. I don't mind the people that vape. I hate the people that vape in public and just fucking, well, they're not smoking a cigarette, so they'll take a big thing and blow out a big cloud right in the middle of a fucking shopping center, you fucking weirdo, you. Cut it out. Cut that shit out. So I don't I don't think this is a reasonable resolution. This is something that needs to be done on a particular... It, it doesn't... Like having the New Year's, I think it's too stressful. Holidays are just getting over. Then you have the worst holiday of them all coming up, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is miserable because you're either with someone or you're not. And if you're not, then... Well, fuck, everyone else is all lovey-dovey. And if you are, you got to get the right gift and oh, so much pressure there. So how are you going to quit smoking there? I'm going to say that this is a giant fail, a fail for every single person that tries to quit smoking on January 1st. I, I think this is like a 99.4% success, I mean, failure rate. I mean, much like the COVID you know, 99.4% of you are going to live through that. And 99.4% of you are not going to quit smoking. And I have to play you a little clip just so a few of you understand that there may be some health benefits to smoking cigarettes. Here's a little commercial for you. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. In a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine, doctors in all parts of the country were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to Camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? See how Camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. I mean, right there, that should tell you all. 
doctors smoke cigarettes and the number one out there for the doctors is camels. Now, I'm not a camel smoker. Uh, they didn't agree with my throat, but I can see, I can see because that smoothness that a camel supposedly has, the, the reason that would be a number one choice for doctors around the country. I mean, nationwide surveys, you heard it there first. So, who's to really say that smoking should be on our priority list of New Year's resolutions? I say no. I'm going to agree with that commercial right there. I say no. I say no, and I'm going to continue to smoke for now. There it is, coming in at number five, was quitting smoking. And what's the next one? What's number four? What's the one we always hear? I'm going to hit the gym this year. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to bulk up. I'm going to get healthy. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're going to be sitting on your fat ass on the couch watching Netflix and binge watching a series that has like 38 episodes and you're not going to move from the fucking couch for two, three days just ordering fast food and fucking stuffing that pie hole. Here it is, just a little reminder of why a lot of us need to go, go to the gym. These two should pump you up. Okay, let's get started. First of all, before you pump, you must warm up, else you might hurt the muscle. Now listen here, we can't make you warm up. It's entirely up to you. Yeah, that's right. You know, believe me now, it's not our job to check up on you either. So, you know, if you're not going to do it, don't be jerking us around. You know, we don't have the time. All oh. we want to do is pump you up. <laughs> okay, enough talk. Now it's time to go for the pump. Hans will show you the proper way to lift the weight. Now pay attention. Yeah, Otherwise, you better be you know, paying attention because we're not working for nothing up here. Listen, believe this now and believe me later. You know, <laughs> if you don't think this matters, then maybe you should, you know, maybe we should take a belt to your buttocks muscle until it's all black and blue and swollen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was Hans and Franz from the old SNL skits when the SNL was great and legendary back in the day. Dana Carvey and Kevin O'Leary. And... Yeah, I would need them. I would need them to really get myself into shape. Now, as 40-year-old men go, I am in good shape. I can look back and see a lot of uh, the, the gentlemen I graduated with, and they are in a lot worse shape than me. I'm right in the, my target weight. I could probably use to bulk up a little bit, but... I, I don't really like the douchebaggery that goes on in a lot of gyms. And especially, you, you don't want to be the person that goes to the gym on New Year's. Because some of these people dedicate their lives and they're there all the time. And really what you're doing is infringing on their, their right and the things they're passionate about. And you're coming in for fucking one to two months. You're signing a three-month membership. You go for a week straight, and then it's down to three days a week, and then it's down to two, and then it's once every couple weeks, and then your three-month membership expires. And at that point, you're just not going anymore. Let's not kid ourselves. Working out sucks. It sucks for 80% of humanity. It sucks. You know, humanity survived and thrived throughout the ages, because we were active 
and didn't have to go to gyms to stay active. That's part of the problem with modern society. And I mean, have you ever seen photos of 60s and 70s? Uh, just look at some old photos, like beach photos. You don't see obese people on there. You don't. And that's not just anybody's fault. It's really not. A lot of it's because of all the processed foods that they give us now these days. People weren't eating like that back then. And, and they had to work a lot harder on in a daily basis. Now we just, everything is just given to us and we're high on the hog and can be lazy and eating shitty food. And on top of that, your muscles hurt when you go to the gym and you work out. Son of a bitch, do they hurt afterwards. I don't feel like doing anything after a workout day. And I'm probably one of those idiots. Yeah, I, well, I don't, I'm not anymore, but I remember when I have gone to the gym, you know, trying to get myself in, in better shape. I, I would just go so damn hard the first day I was in there, work out everything, like have no plan, and just fucking start tearing every single part of the body apart and not giving them the proper time to heal and then work on something else the next day. You know, I was just, you know, you're just an animal. And a lot of you are probably like that when you get in there, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, say you're, say you're 30 pounds overweight. I'm going to lose the 30 pounds today. That's what I'm going to do. And it doesn't work like that. The body doesn't work like that. And let's be honest, this is the most, well, not the most, but it's the hard, it's, it's so hard to maintain one of those things to start doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, what did Mitch Hedberg say? You, you telling me to quit smoking is like also telling me to start flossing. A lot of people don't like to floss. It's a, like, and working out is just that it's it's hard for a lot of people. I commend people that can actually do it and keep their body in shape. I really do it. I I think it's good. I'm I'm naturally in decent shape, and I know I've been told a million times, oh, it's gonna catch up to you. Well, when when it hasn't caught up to me yet. I'm six feet, one hundred and sixty eight pounds, right in the target zone. So if it's not going to catch up to me, my advice to you is to start drinking more beer, get a podcast to stay active, and you can you can lose a lot more weight just by talking. So that's my suggestion. If you want to work out, start your own podcast or, or, or start singing. Be a karaoke machine. Do whatever you need to do and watch more comedy so you laugh more. But you don't have to go to the gym. So I'm saying... Once again, fail, fail, fail for Big Earn. He, I, I'm, I'm gonna fail every one of these in the top five. There's just no, there's just no way. I am not good at any of these New Year's resolutions. I, I don't even know why people want to. Fuck this. This is terrible. Number three. Number three that I hear a lot is read more read I enjoy a good book I do I will say this I read a lot as a child 
I read a lot through my teenage years and through my early to mid-20s. I did. I read a lot of books. After that, you're not really learning anymore. You're just sustaining. Our brains start going downhill. So we're not really, we're just exercising the brain at that point. Now, any single book that you find fascinating, they're going to put it out to a movie anyway or, or a series, television series. And what's so much easier? I can see the whole, the whole book. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. I've, I've read every single page of Game of Thrones probably twice. Some of the books two or three times. Now, like I said, that was in my younger years. And George R. R. Martin puts out a book every 10 years now. I think it's been 12 since his last book. But they made a, a whole series. And I got to watch it in 60 hours. The whole series. So much easier. So much easier. And it's not like I'm going to get any smarter as I age. I mean, it's only a decline from this point in life anyway. So what am I really gaining from reading a book? Not a lot. More sleep. I think I gain more sleep if I read books now. Because I, I'll get about 10 pages deep and my eyes get tired and I fall asleep a lot quicker. So maybe there is a benefit to reading more books. Okay, this is starting to catch on a little bit with me. Now... It is supposed to increase one's, you know, vocabulary. Uh, just it, It's just an exercise for the brain, but you can do stuff like Sudoku and puzzles and other things to, to exercise them as well. And I know someone that's read a lot of books and it doesn't seem to be going as well for him. Please check him out. He, I mean, this man read enough books to become president of the united states we can speak out and be more straightforward no, I, i'm not gonna be a mule i i I'm, i i got something to do i gotta go do boom 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 hillary clinton is as qualified or more qualified than i am to be vice president of the united states of america let's get that straight and quite frankly um it might have been a better pick than me but she's first rate I know I'm called middle class joe it's not meant as a compliment means i'm not sophisticated i want to be clear I'm not going nuts. A damn liar, man. That's not true. I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. To the word united. To the number three zero three three zero three zero three three zero or three zero three 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 zero or B O O Y A Way. But you got it. That saves. Billions of gallons of gasoline. I mean, billions of uh, two point. I think it's two point three billion dollars worth of. Excuse me, five hundred billion dollars in savings and two point something billion metric tons of CO2 going in the air. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth, a trillion four hundred billion worth, out of a billion four hundred million. Excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it in so much. And by the way, it's cost a lot of money. It cost about 740 million billion dollars over 10 years. How is the <laughs> That last like three times he was saying different numbers was all the same conference. Oh, 
what has reading done for him? Jiminy Cricket, but he must have done a lot. It's got him to be president of the United States. So maybe I do need to start reading more. And uh, maybe one day I could be president of this glorious nation. Because this guy is just amazing. <laughs> what the fuck is he ever talking about? Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, reading more is a popular one for a lot of people on the list uh, every single year. And there's pluses and minuses. This one's, this one's a 60%, I think. I think people can do this one and sustain it a lot longer than some of the other ones, especially uh, people that live in the north where it's snowing all winter. You'll, you'll be able to be successful for a few months until it starts getting nice out again. But other than that, it's still really hard to accomplish because everything is right at our fingertips and we can watch and be entertained pretty much anything these days. I mean, there's there's a show about everything. Like, you know, Seinfeld was a show about nothing. You can find a show about any topic these days. So reading more is very hard to accomplish, but some of you will be able to get through that. Coming in, in the top two spots, and this one coming in at number two, is save more money, travel, so you can travel and stuff like that. I'm just going to go with saving more money. Oh, God. Who's fucking saving money these days? Like, really? Who Who can I mean, we're raising, we're raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour, yet inflation is absolutely through the roof. So the cost of living is so much higher. So that fucking Peasley $3 raise, really, you're losing money because of inflation. And that's what happens when you shut down a country and print money that isn't backed and it's money we don't have and start handing it out. You know, like it's everything, everything was given to America in 2020. What a stupid idea. Now, let's look. COVID is a real disease. It was man-made. We know this. But it is here and it's here to stay and it's constantly going to mutate. So how... How do you shut down an entire country and then expect people to save money? Now, everyone, we all want to, but the pressures of everyday living don't let us, right? So let's, let's be honest here. When the economic crisis happened, what happened? Corporations bought houses. And forcing people into rent. Where I live, I pay $1,600 a month to rent. However, to try to get a loan to buy, I, I'd have to buy a $350,000 home that's fucking two bedroom, one bath, fucking, you know, maybe 1,050 square feet, a jalopy, a piece of shit. 
right? And then my mortgage payment would be like a thousand, eleven hundred. And the bank will tell you you can't afford it, huh? Because they own the properties. So you can pay sixteen hundred dollars a month for rent, but you can't afford the eleven hundred for a mortgage. Oh, what a fucking backwards system we fucking live in. Sorry, I'm getting a little fired up on this bullshit. So how am I supposed to save any money? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you guys into a little tip here. Now we're probably gonna go through a little bit of a crash right now in crypto, probably through the end of January, and it's going to spike back. People are sick and tired of governments and how they control their funds. And there is a worldwide growing movement for decentralized monetary value. So the more people that adopt cryptocurrency as a form of payment, and the more people that use it as a form of payment, the greater the cryptocurrency volume will be. And no, but it's basically hard to govern because it's all internet, right? And that's why you see people, uh, places like China, communist China, trying to lock it down. They don't want that to happen. They don't want that to happen at all. Um, they'll probably, you know, they'll probably do very bad things to citizens in China that are using cryptocurrencies. But it, there is a massive, massive movement. It is early still in this game in cryptocurrency. Everybody knows about Bitcoin. That's the one that all of you know about. You know, 10 years ago, some guy bought uh, pizzas with like 10 uh, Bitcoins and he ate his pizza. And now each of those Bitcoins would be worth $47,000. Two months ago, they were worth $69,000. So he would have $690,000. You know, think about that. And it's early, early in the game. The more that the people of this world wake up, the more cryptocurrency will grow. And there's so many projects out there. Just be very, very careful when you jump into it. If you ever have any questions, uh, I know a few people that are really, really involved into crypto. And I can point you in the right direction. So saving money, that's where I'm doing it. That's where I'm doing it. I'm putting it into crypto. It's all, I mean, it's all accessible to me at any times. And there's ups and downs. It's not for the faint of heart. There are wild, wild swings in crypto. But there is money to be made in it if you're investing early enough into certain things. I have no doubt that Bitcoins will one day, probably in 2022, reach as high as $100,000 per Bitcoin. And I, I think you're going to see some major, major projects do astronomical things in the next five years. So that's how I'm saving my money. I, I think this one is tough for a lot of people in, in our current environment. And I kind of went on a tangent there, and I'm sorry about that. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong about the cryptos and everything like that, and I can't start saving any money and the inflation keeps on rising, you know where I'm going to be. Now I wonder, Brian, from what I've heard, 
You're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. Young lady, what do you want to do with your life? I want to live in a van down by the river. Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. Now, you kids are probably asking yourselves, hey, Matt, how can we get back on the right track? Well, as I see it, there is only one solution. And that is for me to get my gear, move it on in here, because I'm going to bunk with you, buddy. We're going to be buddies. We're going to be pals. We're going to wrestle around. Oh, Matt's going to be your shadow. Here's you, here's Matt. There's you, there. Whoops-a-daisy. By God. We're gonna have to clean that up later. Me and my buddies, my pals, my amigos. I'm gonna get my gear. Wait, yeah, Matt, you don't have to go. No, Matt, you don't Matt. have to do that. We'll never smoke pot again. Uh, Matt, uh, thanks for all you've done. I don't give a rat's behind because I'm moving in. I'm sick and tired of living in a van down by the river. <laughs> And I hope none of you out there end up living in a van down by the river. That was the one and only Chris Farley uh, coming in. And if we can't start saving money, that is where we're headed. So best of luck to all of you out there to try to save some money. But it's not that simple these days. Coming in at number two was saving money. Which leads us to number one. And boy, oh boy, this one is not good. Not good. I'm going to play a song and then I'll talk about it. Because this one's way too hard. Way too hard for me. And I may not be going this far. However, you'll get the point. Number one, quitting drinking. They tried to make me go to rehab, I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine, they tried to make me go to rehab.
What's the name of this show? Liquored Listings. That's right. No. Quitting drinking as my number one resolution. Are you joking me right now? Look, a lot of people have a very unhealthy relationship with alcohol. I have certainly had it in my younger years. I was a bit of a wild child. However, I've grown. I've become a better, better human by slowing down. But quitting drinking? No, that ain't happening. That's not happening. And, and why? Why would I just not give it up completely? Well, because a lot of my greatest memories, because I'm, I'm not the blackout artist like uh, some people. I mean, it's happened. But a lot of my greatest memories are with family and friends, having a few beers, having a few drinks, getting some laughs in, loosening up, and enjoying each other's company. And it's, it's, I can't, I, I, no, that's not 2022. And especially after the past two years, I mean, how many people started drinking more heavy over the past two years? I, I hope it didn't cause any problems for you because it can be frowned upon. But there are so many good memories. And if I'm going to do a show called Look at Listings, what am I supposed to do? Just stop? I mean, I've, t I've toned it down, as you can tell today. You've heard some of my shows where I've gone a little off the deep end. Those, those were in the younger years. But this is season two. This is season two. I am a much more refined, refined artist on this show. Like today in the cup, I've only got Budweiser, the king of beers. That's it. I, I didn't go with any liquor today. Didn't go hard. No, because I wanted you to understand that although we have our vices and want to come through with these New Year's resolutions, we're probably not going to do it. Not going to do it. Just not going to do it. So it's understandable to accept who you are and some of these things are never meant to be completely changed. And I, I, it's not being your truest self if you're constantly saying, I need to eliminate certain things. Now, when we run through the list, you know, quitting smoking isn't healthy for you. We heard it from the doctors first. They smoke camels nationwide. Going to the gym. You're taking up real people that go to go to the gym space and you look like a fucking moron when you're doing it. Reading a book, you're going to get as intelligent as Joe Biden at the end of this. You know, saving money, it's impossible unless you are making 150 grand a year these days. It's pretty much impossible. And quitting drinking... No, no, I mean, just, I mean, I think that's the only thing you can say is no. So five for five, I'm an absolute failure on today's show. And I want to thank you all very much for understanding my plight. Other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Liquored Listings. 
give me a shout out on Twitter. Just look up Liquored Listings. You'll find me there. Send me a direct message and tell me any topic you want to talk about. And come on the show. Don't be bashful. I will set it up and we'll set up a great time and we can discuss any topic in the world. Remember, I've done wrestling to generals to it's Britney, bitch. So I can talk about anything. Other than that, I want to thank you all for tuning in. And don't drink and drive. Be safe out there. Love one another. Smile. It's the second best thing you can do with your lips. Other than that, thanks again. Big Irma Kraken, signing out.